This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Volume. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Inside the Garage podcast. I'm Kyle Hamilton along with KJ Wallace, Connor Radigan, and Cam Hart. Last episode, we had Khalid Kareem, indie legend. Today, we have another indie legend uh, winning his quarterback in Notre Dame history, Ian Book. Most notably, more wins than offense coordinator Tommy Reese. Um, just put that out there. But uh, Ian, what's up? How you been doing? What you been up to? What's up, guys? I'm glad to be on here. Good seeing you all. I'm in Northern California. Just uh, Getting ready to get back to New Orleans in April. So working out, throwing, and hanging out with the family. That's good. So this is your first, like, official offseason. How relieved are you to be, like, out of football? Because I know it's been a while since you've had some off time coming from, like, college straight into the league and like, yeah. everything. This is your first time you've had, like, downtime. How's it been, like, spending time with family and stuff like that? Oh, it's crazy. Like, you definitely – you're doing it right now. I mean, you're doing two full years of football, basically. You know, from your senior season to training to whatever, senior bowl, the combine, and then right into camp. Um, and then you go into your first year in the league. So you'll know what I'm talking about, but it's the longest break I've ever had in my life in terms of taking a break from any sports I've ever done. Three months off of anything is, is wild. So I'm just trying to learn, like, how I want to do the offseason. You know, this first year right. for me was trying to figure out where I want to be, how I want to do it, how much time do I feel comfortable with taking off and then getting back into it because you do need rest. So that's like one thing you hear from everybody and their agent. They're like, take a, take time off. Like seriously, go go do some things that you want to do. So it's been amazing. I've had a, some sweet vacations and got to spend a lot of time with family and friends and it feels good to be back home. It's been a while. What was the most, um, like the most recommended time from like a vet? They say you should take off as a rookie or... It depends who you're talking to. Uh, uh, like I, I, probably <laughs> ask, I ask everybody in my in my like locker section. Like I was saying, Cam Jordan year whatever it is for him, thirteen fourteen. He's got it dialed down. He's telling me he does not do anything for like a month, month and a half. You know, yeah. he plays every game at defensive end. He's like, I don't do anything. I just hang out with my kids. We go on like 
four or five vacations like crazy, like get it all in at one time. And then uh, he's like, I'll slowly get into it for a month by like running. And then I'll do like, like talking, talking, basically talking about like never putting his cleats back on until he has to, like really taking his mm-hmm. yeah. And then there's someone like I talked to Jameis and Jameis is a work horse, man. Like he grinds, obviously coming off an injury, but um, I think even if he wasn't coming off his injury, he'd be doing the same thing. Like he works every single day. Like I bet you he probably takes a week off and goes back. So depends on who you are. You know, I took about a month off and then I've, I've been back and we'll grind for another two months before it's time to really get it going. So you talked about Jameis and I just want to touch on like, um, I think everybody kind of understands the QB situation in New Orleans was really unique this year. And like, obviously it's you, Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, like gotta be one of the most interesting quarterback rooms in the yeah. league. Um, and I always thought it found it interesting how quarterbacks at Notre Dame, like you, Drew, like everybody, even like Phil who ended up transferring, but like, guys got along in that room even though it may be like the most competitive room per se um yeah. in the building like how did that translate to the league like how did you guys gel as a group in the league so it's a great question because i was thinking the same thing like my time at notre dame i feel like because of the people that notre dame recruits it was always for the most part obviously really easy to get along with everyone especially in your quarterback position when only one quarterback can play that can be pretty awkward so I always felt like at Notre Dame, like maybe it was just special because we were at Notre Dame and everybody's like a good dude, yada, yada, yada. So then I was worried, like, not really worried, but I just figured once I go to the league, it's going to be completely opposite. Like the guy's not going to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Everyone thinks they're the best. You always hear these stories of, you know, the other guy not helping this guy out because he doesn't want to take his spot. Like this is his livelihood, how he pays for, you know, supports his family. I get to the Saints and just like was totally – welcomed in by everybody like it was such a unique quarterback room with Jameis Trevor Taysom we going into camp like I don't I've never heard of a team keeping four quarterbacks in my life it's always right two. yeah two with maybe a practice squad guy at, at, for three so we go into the season all four at, are on the 53-man roster so wild I don't even know if that's ever happened so it's just different because many reasons yeah, um came in handy for you sure. know just it was amazing like Obviously, Taysom can do everything and quarterback as well. So there was a full-on comp- quarterback competition with everyone. And it, was, it was pretty cool. So I, I'm i best friends with all of them. Talk to them still to this day, like just asking what they're doing. And it reminds me of Notre Dame. So I don't know if I just got lucky with two teams, but I guess you'll see here pretty soon. It's definitely a blessing. I would just say um, yeah. quarterback in the NFL is obviously the, probably the most – well, is the most rigorous and talked about position. Um, how would you say that all of you guys can stay ready and be like game ready throughout the week? I know it's, yeah. it's probably hard to split reps with four players. Yeah, I could definitely get into this for a while, but it's, it's wild. In, in the league, the starter will get every single first team rep. So in a in a practice, say we have three team periods of 10 plays, he's got 30 plays. That will all go to the starter. The backup gets zero. So I was fourth. So I definitely got zero. <laughs> <laughs> So it was different. Like one week, you know, I would I would end up moving into the second or third spot because Taysom was playing tight end or James got injured. Like there was all this movement throughout the year. But if you think about it, like the starter gets all the ones and the backup gets the scout team. So he doesn't get any team reps. He gets team reps running someone else's offense. So mm. I got a million mental reps and I would stay up for practice <laughs> and throw throw after. But that's it. So kind of, like kind of with that, can you take us through like the – 
the week, like when you knew that you were like kind of be starting, like the difference in like the preparation and like your mindset going into that week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, dude, wild week. I mean, I, I <laughs> it's hard to even really explain. Like, okay, I'll go through it. I'll try to make it quick. Game's Monday night, right? Monday night primetime game. We go to practice on, it's Christmas week as well. So we're off Saturday. So that's going to be one day that we're on nothing. So we go in, practice on Wednesday, first practice. Everybody's there. Trevor was saying he felt sick in, at, during warmups. They took him out. He had COVID. So he's gone. So now in my head, James is hurt too. So I'm like, okay, I'm second now. So now I better, I'm going to get scout team and I better know the place because I'm one play away from going in. Right. Next morning, before we even can head to the facility, we get all these calls like practice is canceled today. So this is Thursday. We're at like 20. We, are, we went from like three guys or whatever to like 20 before we could even have our second practice. Taysom calls me. He said, I got the same uh, symptoms as Trevor. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing math. Okay, I'm now one and there's now someone else. So long story short, um, they canceled that day. So I didn't get reps that day. Let's see, that'd be now Friday. I got a walkthrough outside. They didn't want to be inside because of COVID. So we all wore masks and we got walkthroughs. We're at like 25 guys at this point or 23 mm. and like five coaches. So Gosh, there was all this talk of like, okay, maybe the game will get canceled. I think we had to get to 27, 27 guys to cancel the game because then you don't have enough guys actually suited up. We had to get like a certain number. We got to 25. So we were two away is what I heard. Oh, um, dang. Oh my God. So That's then crazy. Saturday's Saturday's canceled. It's Christmas. So they sent like a iPad and like a cowboy remote uh, to the crib with all the, with all the, like everything downloaded on it. And I just watched all the film at the house by myself. No coaches, nothing. Just did it all, mm. you know, through zoom with the coach and would watch it on my own all day. I did that all day. Saturday, Sunday, Sweet. we do one more walkthrough, uh, which was cool. I'm glad I got these walkthroughs. That was my first time, you know, getting snaps under center with the starting center, as well as handing the ball to Alvin and throwing at least like walkthrough routes with the starters. I've never done that all year. So, what week, of, what week the of the game. season was this? Uh, third to last game. Damn. It was week yeah. 16. 16. Yeah. That's crazy. So I uh, started Monday night, yeah. That's crazy with no, no practice. Yo, no that practice. is wild. Because <laughs> at, at, at Notre Dame, I feel like we had like two games before going into the game. Like Tuesday, Wednesday practices were like, you pretty much walked yeah. through a whole game and practiced right. the whole game. Like, yeah. I, it, was wild. it was honestly like at the end of it, I'm so so excited I got to do it. Like I learned more in just playing that whole game than I did, you know, learning on the sideline. Like just being able to do mm -hmm. it was, was, was a blessing. Being able to start a game, be one of 32 quarterbacks, like all that is, is, is great. Like, even though it was, it was really like a, a terrible night, I don't have any excuses. Like I, I did enjoy it. I was having fun just trying to be tough, get up. Like it didn't go our way and mm -hmm. it is what it is, but I already feel like so much better going into next year knowing that I was out there. It was cool. It, it is what it is. So it's definitely a blessing. My first, first real press with the receivers was pregame warmups. Wow. Pregame warmups was my first route. Man. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I would be I'm, fucking freaking out, dog. Imagine, bro, what? Steve Corner is like, go play linebacker. Go play tomorrow. linebacker tomorrow. No go do One walkthrough. <laughs> can you That's can you talk nuts. about can you talk about like the speed, how the speed of the game was? Obviously not getting no reps or anything like that in practice. Like how was the speed of the game? How was the yeah. flow of the game? Yeah, um, I would say because I did get to go to camp and get some reps and then I'm just there every day, like I could tell that the speed was different early on. And then by the time it was Monday night, 
that's kind of what I expected to be. Uh, the speed, I mean, it's definitely different. Everybody's better. You just, I was talking about this earlier. Like, you just can't make, especially at the QB position. Like, you just every mistake you make is so much more like magnified in the league because people can't. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, everybody's so good. Like, if you throw it behind the guy, it's probably picked. Or he maybe drops mm. it, but like it's you know what I'm saying like it just they're so good. Mm. And so are our guys though, so our receivers make it easier on me. O line, like everybody's good, so that's really the thing. But once you start doing that for a week, or even by the time camp is over, yeah, I felt adjusted to it. Did you, did you ever like? I mean, I assume your relationship with Drew Brees, like during that process, yeah. did did he like talk to you a good amount, like after it, before it? Or? Yeah, I texted him one time, like when we kind of switched spots which was just like really weird like he went to notre dame i went to saint so that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. and then there was two or three times throughout the year that he would come by and we would all talk and then uh, he, he shot me a really cool text um before i started that monday night game so i talked to him a few times a lot about notre dame a lot about the saints we got a lot of stuff in common which is pretty cool that's pretty cool he's a pretty cool guy um so yeah. kind of like walk us through the draft night and all that stuff like past that yeah like joining the saints how like the season was as a whole, like your experience, your rookie year. And first off with like draft day, um, I would say going into it, I kind of had, I mean, you don't know who's going to draft you, but I guess like my agent and I kind of, after talking, we felt like, you know, these five teams or whatever it was, we feel like really like me. They've called three times. They want to do three interviews. They've talked, you know, so I, the saints were one of them. It was like my first zoom meeting because we didn't get to meet in person. Uh, mm -hmm. It was my first, um, draft Zoom meeting. So I remember doing that one first and uh, just felt like it went well. And I just remember my agent saying the whole time, like, it's a good spot for you. You know, this could be good. Saints are good, good organization, this, that. So I had like five teams in my head come draft day. Um, but draft day was stressful. And, and how you will, uh, you will know that soon. I know for you, it's a little bit different. Like, lock first round. Good feeling, but I was. Knock on wood, knock on wood, knock on wood. Everybody knock. <laughs> I was uh, I was here at this at the house. Uh, I only had like my girlfriend, mom, dad, brother, and my agent and his wife here. So just kept it small. Had a, like a party after, but I wanted to make sure I got that before that party went down. <laughs> but it was cool. Got the call. It was actually a Texas number. Uh, I was watching the screen and I knew that this, the Saints were coming up next. But I was like, oh shoot, maybe it's the Cowboys because mm. they got a pick coming up here soon and they want to call me early. So I was like, that's what I'm going to be calling. It's the Cowboys, the Cowboys. And then I uh, was just one of the coaches' numbers uh, from the Saints. So I was pumped, like, great spot. You know, you want to just go to a good organization who's just doing the right things. And I feel like I landed in a really good spot. That's dope. That's so dope. I was the um, transitioning process, like, day after draft, week after draft, month. Like, how was that? So I had, like, a fun night, you know, celebrated. Obviously, it was a lifelong dream. And then I flew out to New Orleans, like, I want to say, like, a week later. Yeah, mm -hmm. we have rookie minicamp. So that was, that was like, I think like 10 or 14 days after the draft. So I uh, just went out there. You go out there pretty soon. I, and uh, just, that was crazy too. You get that playbook and it's just the rookies and you get after it. It's, it's fun. It, it's really That's good. Stuff. That's definitely different. Cause I feel like if you did that in college, I feel like that would be an advantage in college. Like have all the freshmen. I mean, I guess that is kind of like early enrolling, but it's not like freshman only. Yeah. You have like a kind of like seminar enrolling. type, like, yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, rookie dope, mini camp is, is three days, so it's three days to. Oh, really? Oh, it's only three. Show some, yeah, it's like I think it was just the weekend. I think it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I was off. So mm. it was cool. Learn the playbook, meet everybody, get out there, 
Uh, and then you just, you got all the rookies. Uh, they can, I don't know, there's a number that they can have of guys there. They got some, all the undrafted free agent guys are there. And then they can also bring back some guys that are older that they also want to see. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I guess try out. We're kind of like uh, zigzagging across like the timeline, but I want to talk about like Pro Day a little bit because obviously – COVID happened. You guys had the combine. Right now, you didn't have the combine. Um, right. Combine gets canceled, and pro day is pretty much the only opportunity to get to showcase your skills in front of coaches and stuff like that. And obviously, that's a much longer time training for the pro day than it is training for the combine. It's probably like a three week yeah. difference, depending on your schedule for the pro day. So, just like walk us through like your mindset going into that and how it may have been different from somebody like me who's just going into like a regular combine year. Yeah. I was excited. I really wanted to do the combine. Obviously, grew up watching it every single year. But obviously, with COVID, that got that got canceled. But just to hear that we could actually get our Notre Dame pro day to happen was was huge because I was able to do the Senior Bowl, but I also wanted to like throw, have a full script that's mine and throw with all these receivers that I know how to throw with in terms of timing and stuff and chemistry. Once we knew that we could have a pro day, I was just at uh, MJP Michael Johnson Performance in Dallas. 
I trained there for I think six weeks, maybe or five weeks. And then, um, had a quarterback coach out there and just threw and worked out every day, like you're doing basically. And, um, created a script, sent it to all the receivers and tight ends and running backs who were going to be a part of that pro day. And I just felt really confident about it. Obviously when you're in, you know, you feel, you're going to feel confident when you're at Notre Dame. Right. I really wanted to be an indie and do all that. Um, I would have been excited for it, but the fact that it was just the pro day, you know, you just got to adjust. I felt confident with it. I've been thrown to these guys for five years or whatever it is. And um, just to be back at Notre Dame was pretty cool after training and doing NFL type work, you know, seven step drops and all the stuff that, you know, the NFL wants to see all this under center on the run, pulling up stuff. So it was really cool. And just to have all those coaches there, I knew we had a lot of good players coming out. That's the best, best part about being at Notre Dame. Every team was going to be there. So mm. I loved it. I was so excited for the pro day. It was, that was like, that was the Super Bowl for me. That's what I needed. Speaking about Notre Dame, talk about like your process playing behind um, Wimbush and then earning the starting position and then going forward. Like, how was that? How was it like taking over the depth chart and like the team and moving up and stuff like that? Maybe yeah. Not. Yeah. I've got to talk about this a lot. I mean, I went to Notre Dame with a pretty big chip on my shoulder. A lot of people say that, but I don't think anyone thought I would ever play at Notre Dame, which. You know, it was by far the best school I had, by far the best education that I had. And I was just like, man, why not? Why not go there? At least at least try and bet on yourself. So I was pumped. Never even been to the Midwest. Like, totally was happy with just wanting to play in the Pac-12. That's, like, all I wanted to do growing up. So I was committed to Washington State. Was happy with it. Never thought I would decommit, like, ever. I, I would have bet all of you I would never decommit. Like, I hate decommit all the time. I was like, no way. And then I got this Notre Dame offer. And I was like, I got to go at least see it. Right, like mm-hmm. I don't even. All I know is the movie Rudy. Like that's it. That's all I know. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I gotta go. And I went out there, and I was like, man, this is dope. So I switched in three days. You know, took me took me three days to like build up some some courage to call the coach. It was hard as a kid in high school. I was like, man, it sucked. Was uh was Mike Leach the coach? Yeah. Yeah, I committed to Mike Leach, and Jeez. I was going to throw I mean, ball 60 a times a game. Dream. I was about to say, you would have been throwing about 57 yeah. times a game, though, but you made the decision, obviously. A thousand yards a year. Yeah, so, but, like, like every big school, I went to Notre Dame and knew there's going to be a five-star quarterback pretty much every year. You know, all the guys there and every year below me. So, you know, Wimbush is my boy, and that's, like, been one of my best friends since I met him at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, we had, to, we had to compete, and only one guy can play, and um, he taught me a lot and he was the five star and then there was me and then Avery was Avery was a big time recruit. Yeah. I don't know, four yeah. or five, whatever. Then after Avery was yeah. Phil, like every year it just I honestly there's no point of being worrying about it. Every year there's gonna they're gonna bring in a good guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sure. I just figured if I just keep grinding, try as hard as I can, like I'm either gonna be able to be good enough to play or I'm not. So I'm not and I wasn't even really tripping and then took a year and then and I was able to get some reps and start that following year. So it worked out, and it was the best decision probably of my life so far. Kind of uh, stay in the Notre Dame team here. Like when you played, well, I don't know, this might be a tough question because there's a lot of good games you played in, but do you have like a favorite game? I would say uh, I probably have two. I probably have three. Oh, if I'm allowed to have three. <laughs> I, <laughs> They're allowed uh, to. <laughs> that, that Clemson game, my fifth year was a blessing. Like I yeah, know it was live. COVID is nothing to like to joke about or whatever, but just the fact that we were able to have a season 
after I decided I wanted to come back one more year and like strictly just be like a football player for my fifth year. I was, you know, like I think mm-hmm. two or three classes and just really focused on football and get ready to take that next step for the NFL. I really needed that year. So just the fact that we were able to play was a blessing. Like I just did football all day. I was, you can ask coach Reese. I, I, ne- I was in his office all the time that fifth year, always up there, like all day. So just learning, trying to get better, make that year the most, you know, that we could. So I would say my favorite game is that, that Clemson overtime win for sure. Yeah. Even during a pandemic, like people storming the field, whatnot, felt it's back crazy. to reality for a little bit. <laughs> I like had randomly really loved that Virginia Tech game at That's home. The, the year game, before yeah. where I hit where I hit this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're wild for that. Yeah. That was live though. <laughs> I was moody. I was in a moody week, just tired of like all Yeah, I remember that. I remember like, that. After the Michigan game. I was like, we're we're winning and like we lost to Michigan, whatever, but like we're winning and it still feels like we're losing in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. at Notre Dame when you win, sometimes it feels like you still lose. Yeah. I feel like man. <laughs> I was just like, man, nobody else matters but, like, anyone in this locker room. Yeah. And then I remember, of course, like, talking to Mick, right? I was like, oh, God. I, I, I got to hit this. Like, just get everybody to chill. Like, I got to hit this. Just get everyone to chill out. Like, we're going to be fine. It's Notre Dame. We're going to be good. And we were fine. So I, that was a good game. I love that game. And then um, I would say, I don't even know the year now, eight, uh, 2018, Citrus Bowl, last play, throw to my Wicked one-handed. That's right. That was like, wow. That was like a dream. That was on like New Year's Day, dream come true. I was like, I went in. Brandon played the first quarter. I played the rest of the game. Yeah. Right. And I was like, wow. Just to beat LSU too in a bowl game. Like mm-hmm. one of my, yeah. my first games ever playing. So those are my three favorites. Your catch was crazy. Was three really uh, uh, Just touching on the, what you said about saying like Notre Dame, like sometimes we win, it feels like we lose. You, I don't know if you guys remember. Don't quote me, don't quote me on that. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but like I, we all think about that. Like we all think that way. And like I remember one specific game last year. It was or two years ago when you were in your fifth year. After we beat Louisville, like we didn't have the best game. We didn't beat them. I think we beat them by like three or something. I'll never. Like we beat. Wait, Louisville at Louisville. At home. Oh. At home. Oh, 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 oh COVID oh, oh. year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, we won by like. Yeah, three or something. Yeah, something like that, like a low-scoring game. And then Coach Kelly, like, we won the game, but then he's like, he's pretty much like, we have to blow out Pitt next week. <laughs> like, just like, yeah. he was like, forget whatever, just go Dude. play. Like, you're better than them. Just you, we have to blow them out. And then that's pretty much what we did. Do you, but like, do you exactly. remember? Do you remember how fast the wind was blowing that game? The Pitt game? Pitt game? No, the Louisville game. The Louisville game. I do remember that. Yeah, I do. Because I remember Pauline like screaming it was like about it. It was like 30 mile an hour plus. It was wild. <laughs> I do remember that. I remember, I remember throwing that. and being like, oh my gosh, I could like barely get the ball 10 yards. <laughs> uh, but I, I I know what you're talking about. I mean, we that's kind of like, I feel like at Notre Dame, that was a cool part. Like we all had confidence that however shitty we really played, we were going to come out on top. We all believed it, which is one thing that helped us win. And two, I just felt like we knew we were going to win. Like when it came down close to it and if we weren't having the best game, we would do enough to to get that win because like all that stuff we did over the summer, like whatever it was, like I feel like we grinded to get out the win. And not every game's gonna go. You're not gonna play a perfect game every week. Yeah. Right. And um, there were a few times in the Louisville one sticks out in your head. You know, I, I, I'm with it. Same thing with the Virginia Tech game. When you can't get drives going, it, it gets frustrating. But at the end of the day, we all in our head had that feeling like, all right, we're gonna get to the end of this game. We're gonna we're gonna win. 
you know so mm-hmm. that's a cool part about going to name I, I believe in that wholeheartedly so that was, it's i do it's, know what you're talking about though it's funny you say that because we've said that like three times verbatim what you just said like yeah. like we could be like down by 14 the third quarter and like we're not there's like no pressure because we just think we're gonna win like we that's yeah. just like how we carry ourselves throughout the game we've talked about that three like quarters times. like nothing goes your way in three quarters you're like all right we'll do it in the fourth quarter exactly <laughs> yeah uh after being no. out of out of Notre Dame for like a year and a half or whatever it has been what is something that you missed that you didn't expect you would miss mm, um i would say the, the locker room like the locker room for the Saints is, is pretty similar, though. Honestly, is I don't it? know if that's just the same thing, but that's I cool. hear that's about good. I hear about other teams, and I hear like, nah, we check in, and once that last means over, we're all gone. It does, mm. It's not that way in New Orleans. So, Kyle, come to New Orleans. But yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> it's not my call. Put in a good word for me. <laughs> I did, man. I did. No, so that would be one thing. But um, I feel like in college, like everybody's so close, like. We all got to go to class. We all get out at the same time. We all walk over there, whatever, get on the bus. Like, we all do the football till late. We all got to do homework at, like, 8. Like, it's all the same. We're all doing the same stuff. Pretty cool. And then, like, after games was was always really, really fun with everybody. Yeah. But I've just heard. I haven't want to play for one team, but it's not like that everywhere else, you know? It's weird. Mm-hmm. I got guys on the team who are 21, and I got guys on the team who are 31 with three kids who yeah. goes home and does, like, it was different for me this year. Like I can hang out with the rookies cause they're kind of my age coming from college and we kind of all wanted to do the same type of things. And then I had like a different friend group who was, you know, Trevor and Taysom both have kids. I think Taysom's like 31 or whatever. And, and Trevor's 29. Like we're doing different stuff. We're playing golf and we're going home. We're not out late. Those guys got to go home to their kids. Like totally different. That's one yeah. thing that is definitely different. That's nuts. It's wild. Jam- is Jameis a big personality in the locker room? Like, Dude. you see on Twitter? Like <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I love Jameis, honestly. Yeah. Um, I couldn't say enough good things about him. Competitor, just works so hard. Um, he's really good at knowing when he needs to be serious and then when he can be kind of funny. But he also will be funny in a very, very serious moment. And then, like, <laughs> after, you'll think about it and be like, we kind of needed that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, everything yeah. you see online, everything you see online, like, whatever it is. <laughs> like, bro, he is like that. He's hilarious. I'm trying to think of somebody at Notre Dame that's, like, kind of, like, funny like that. But I, he's, he's his own dude. And uh, he took me under his belt this year. Taught me a lot. He sent me a bunch of good texts when he was out rehabbing when I was playing. Like, he's... He's the man. He cares. And um, I think there was like four or five guys. I saw some interviews later um, on the Saints that were like, best team they've ever had is Jameis. So mm-hmm. he, he's the man. I like him. Is, is, he like a, is he like an SC? He kind of sounds like SC to me. Sounds like a fink to me. Dude, Jameis. No, I don't know. Julian. No, Notre Dame Julian. no. no. <sighs> Dude, I don't know how to explain it. Like, <laughs> like is he low? I don't know. Or is he just I don't funny? Know. Like, I don't, I feel like. I feel like Jamie's the type of dude just come in the room, start yelling. <laughs> come in, yes, yes. Come in the room, start yelling, shouting like the funniest, most random stuff, calling people out, joking. Um, all those videos you see, you know, like his trainers beating him up, that's serious. Like he's that's for real. Bro, he's a very deep person, which which I respect. Uh, it was fun to talk to him, but like, He'd come up to me in the locker room and be like, yeah, bro. Like, super serious. Like, you got to do this. No other way around. Like, you got to do this. 
you know, whatever it is that he's doing workout wise, like you got to it's all start. And then he'll get like into like a little speech, kind of like, kind of like, he's, like he's pre, like he's preaching a little bit and he, and he's, uh, it's just hilarious. And then like, you'll think the combo is super serious. And then he'll like say some joke like randomly and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Especially as a rookie, like first two weeks, I didn't know how to react. Right. And then I eventually yeah. got to, but he's a good dude. Loves to have a good time, but he's shit. When it's time to work, it's time to work, you know? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Quite similar. That's awesome. Quite similar to college. Don't you know, like you just explain it. Like we're all really close. We go to class together. We work out together, do everything together. Basically. What is that like thing in NFL that you guys do to create job bonds outside of football or yeah, whatever outside of football, it's kind of up to you. I mean, it's, it's so different for me to say as a quarterback, like just the nature of the position, I'm pretty much, I'm there all day, get there at seven, leave at seven. It's not like that for other positions. I mean, some guys are, but the meetings are done at like four. You can go home at four. Like a lot of people do. So like I created most of the bonds with the quarterbacks because we did drew Brees's process, like Taysom learned from drew. So I was like, I want to know what Drew does. So I want to do what he does. Mm-hmm. It works for Taysom. So then Trevor and I, Jameis likes to do his own thing, which is totally cool. Everyone's got their process. But me, Trevor, and Taysom just did exactly what Drew did throughout the week. So we just followed his schedule. So that's how I got to bond with those guys. I'm doing the same thing, watching the same film at the same time with, with the quarterbacks every single day. So that's a great way to bond. I would say going out to eat is like mm-hmm. the best way to bond. It's different. Like, and same thing in college, right? Hang out, chill. A lot of those guys play video games. I'm not a big video game guy, but I would say that's a big way a lot of other guys connect in the locker room. But it's your job. Like, what do other people do, grown, <laughs> yeah, grown men do? after They go home and they yeah. cook and hang out with their kid and go to bed. Yeah. So it's it's not like college in a way where, shoot, one, there's no school. But two, it's like you have limited time. And when you have a family, that's where your energy is going. You know? yeah, I, I feel like yeah. that's one of the coolest parts about the league is, like, there's no room for – like your ego and like it's different coming into college because like i mean you respect the older guys but at the same time you're like like i'm trying to be exactly what you're on and i feel like i can be like this early like obviously like yeah that'd be like me going into a chief's locker room and be like who am i to listen to tyron matthew like this right, is obviously right. proven and like it's okay if you right. take a step back and like see what these guys are doing and like take from their process and like put your ego aside and just learn 100 like, percent. Like, that's the first thing i said especially in age difference all the quarterbacks are, I mean, I'm, I'm 23 and I think Jameis is 28, Trevor's 29, Taysom's 31. Like I, I was like, yeah, I want to know exactly what you guys are doing. You guys have all been in the league for seven plus years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, why would I not want to learn that? Same thing with Drew Brees thing. Like, let me get exactly what he's doing. Right. I don't think it lasts long. It doesn't last long for the, for those who come in the weight room or come in the facility for the first time and, only want to do what they do and don't have an open mind. I think that would probably wouldn't end well. Yeah. yeah. We all think we're good. Shoot. We all made it to the NFL. And then it's like, it's time to figure out what's best for you. You know, mm-hmm. does the, uh, talking about like falling in people's footsteps and kind of taking a step back and learning, like, does that extend beyond the field too? The advice go there too, like in life and things like that. Definitely. Same thing. Like you guys know that we on locker room talk can, can go in any which direction. You know what I mean? Like, I've got a lot of life advice just by hanging out with the quarterbacks every single day for 12 hours a day. Yeah. You know, whether that's in the ice tub or in the cafeteria or on the field or in the meeting room, we're in the meeting room so much. You talk about football most of the time, but you can also 
I've learned a lot from them just about being a father, what like kids, like all this crazy stuff that they do that I had no idea about. Like you learn a lot. Same thing in locker room talk. It can go. You guys talk about a lot of stuff. I remember being a Notre Dame. It could be anything, you know. <laughs> Anything. Yeah, it's good though. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Uh, all right, we're moving on the outside of the garage now. This question comes from Harrison Montgomery. And it's for Ian. What advice would you give to a high schooler looking to play college football? I would say uh, be the best teammate you can be and everything else kind of take care of itself. And then I would say, especially in high school, I feel like nowadays people take it so seriously and they, they, they pick one sport and they burn themselves out. I would say, like, have as much fun as you can. Like high school Friday Night Lights is the best. Yeah. Do that, play basketball, run track, do everything you can. It's all going to help you be the best athlete you can be while you're being the best teammate. Everything else, just kind of let it all unfold. Don't worry about the whole recruiting thing. Just have fun in high school. Those would be my my two things that will take care of itself. Great answer. Yeah, that's yeah. Great answer. Wow. That one's been asked before. <laughs> um all right second one we've done this in the past but we're gonna ask i don't think this is 45 questions but it's like, uh, like 30 rapid 32 fire. yeah yeah, yeah so rapid fire these too. are like these are like rapid fire quick hitters and right, first answer that comes to your head okay as all good right, as you can you got this is uh annie ralph she asked for you to do this she requested that you do this actually specifically yeah. so are you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, first question. Let's go. Philip Rivers or Big Ben? Philip Rivers. Yacht or PJ? PJ. Snowboarding or jet skiing? <laughs> Snowboarding. Steak or lobster? Steak. No social media for the rest of your life or no golf for the rest of your life? Uh, no social. What do you want to raise a family? Uh, probably Cali. No kids or six kids? Everybody knock on wood real quick. Six kids. Six? All right. Reese's or Hershey's? Reese's. 
Turkey bacon or turkey burgers? They both kind of suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take turkey burgers. Yeah, turkey bacon. Uh, how much money would someone have to pay you to travel to space for a day? Uh, and I'm going to live for sure? Oh, no. Mm, maybe. That's possible. <laughs> yeah. High uh, <laughs> chance. None. I don't need money for that. That'd be sweet. All right. That's dope. Perfect va- what's your I'm perfect vacation spot? Hawaii. You're a morning or afternoon person? Uh, morning for sure. NorCal or SoCal? Oh, uh, yeah. NorCal. NorCal. <laughs> Beach or lake? I like the lake. LeBron or Kobe? Yeah. Yeah, I grew, I grew up a big LeBron fan. LeBron? All right. SpongeBob yeah. or Family Guy? SpongeBob. Would you rather rush for three tuds or throw for two tuds in a game? I want to throw for tuds. Yeah. Throw for two. Uh, do aliens exist? Yeah, probably. <laughs> right, think about you, it think about it man definitely yeah no definitely right. <laughs> would you rather fight a gorilla sized duck or a duck sized gorilla who put this on <laughs> of course oh, that, was, that was me that was me <laughs> probably a gorilla sized duck right oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would fight a little mini gorilla duck sized gorilla is like this big favorite sport growing up my favorite sport growing up when I was it was basketball what's mm. uh, favorite holiday Christmas Big dog or small dog? I like, uh, yeah, big dog. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie of all time is Shooter. You seen it? No. Mm, yeah. Uh, good one. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. KJ, go, you gotta I gotta go watch it. Go ahead. Uh, let's see, a childhood or adulthood? Adulthood. Favorite dinner spot in uh, New Orleans? Ooh, it's called Dor- Doris Metropolitan. Fire. Uh, what dish do you cook best? Do you cook? If you cook. Yeah. Uh, Eggs. <laughs> okay, so no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> eggs, yeah, egg scramble. That's it. Uh, would you ever skydive? Yeah, def- definitely. Would you rather travel to the past or the future? Uh, future. Yeah. All right. So last question. What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear. Am I supposed to have one on top of my head? Um, it could be. It could be irrational, like planes or some shit. <laughs> Actually, I don't like flying. You don't like flying? I don't. I don't like flying. Like I, I used to be cool with it. It's getting worse. I don't know. I'm psyching myself. I don't like it. Is it the takeoff? It's not my biggest fear, but it's a fear. So let's just ride with that. I don't like like flying. Is it the takeoff or like mid, mid air? I'm cool with the takeoff. Because it's mid air. I'm cool with the landing. It's mid air. It's way too high. Yeah. No control. Yeah. We hit bumps. Nobody says a word. Bro, do you remember going to going you. to Orlando your senior yes. year? Oh yes. my god, bro! I thought we were oh going. Oh my down. god! <laughs> we were flying to the Kennedy World yes. Bowl, and bro, I, everybody's like asleep, and then all of a sudden the plane just jumps up and down, and like. For like three minutes, I'm like, bro, like it's over with. It's over with. We dropped. <laughs> bro, I begin so nervous. We dropped like 50 feet in a second. And I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> and then the pilot, the, they don't, the pilot doesn't say anything. Sorry. Yeah, it's like, like oh. it is what it is. You just put the seatbelt sign on. I'm like, all right, all right, what is that going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, right, that's my fear. That's my fear. But uh, we're going to end the episode there. Thank you, Ian. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, been a, been a pleasure. Wish you luck. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate it, Ian. Appreciate you guys. Good luck with everything. All right, my boy. I'll see you soon. All right, guys. Thank you.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.